What's up, everybody? It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Let's go! How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It is time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am your host, Andrew for America. So where do I want to begin today? So there's this app I wanted to share with my fellow podcasters out there and my fellow Americans, fans, listeners, uh, there's an app now called the Wisdom app, and I was invited to be a mentor on this app, and uh, I'll give you kind of just the rundown. So it's basically like anybody can be a podcaster. So you join, and then you can give a certain amount of time talks uh, on the app, that are recorded to the app. And there's this awesome feature where other listeners can uh, drop into a queue and jump on and be your guest. So if you're a podcaster out there that is looking for guests for your show, you should go join the Wisdom app and just start giving talks and letting people jump in and picking up on the subject matter that you are discussing. It's pretty cool. You can kind of like hone your your craft, hone your skills. Uh, You can learn a lot from numerous different people. Different people's backgrounds from different perspectives are all on there. Podcasters, life coaches, uh, spiritual healers, philosophers. It's pretty cool. And you can earn what's called mentor coin just by guesting on other people's talks and by giving your own talks. The more you participate, the more money you can make. So if you want to sit uh, on your computer in your mom's basement just talking about whatever, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, or listening to other people talk and then you try to chime in uh, and you know people have to, you have to allow people into your talk. So... Um, and you you know write the theme about what you're talking about before you start your talk, but it's pretty cool. You can make money by just talking and being a good host and being a good guest as much as you want, any time of day. So long as somebody's talking on there, you can listen and or jump on if they allow you to be guests on their talk, and you can participate. And it all gets recorded, and you can down you can send the files to yourself and edit them. And use them as content for your shows. So, my fellow podcasters, I highly recommend y'all go look at, look up, look at, check out the Wisdom app. You'll know you're on the right spot when you see a pink background with Albert Einstein's profile picture wearing headphones. And today I'm going to share with you uh, a talk I gave back. I did this wisdom talk right after I released the Reality Lies, Damn Lies, and uh, and Statistics uh, Part 3, I believe, where I talked about Alex Jones and Brittany Griner towards the end of that episode a little bit. Uh, After I recorded that episode, I jumped on wisdom and I did a wisdom talk where I kind of went more uh, in depth on that. And then I ended by kind of talking about China and maybe the stage is being set for World War III, that kind of stuff. Um, if you're a, re- a regular listener, when you check this wisdom talk out, you will notice that I have said things before on the show that I kind of weaved into this talk, um, different uh, talking points and subject matter from various episodes. So you will hear me say things that you've heard me say before quite a bit in this wisdom talk. Uh, But I really do like the theme, and I thought it was a good enough talk for me to play on the podcast. Um, 
nobody wanted to jump on this specific talk and talk to me. I gave uh, people the option, um, but nobody wanted to jump on, so that's okay. Sometimes that happens as well. People just like to listen to you run your mouth from time to time, I guess. Uh, I don't know if that means that what I was talking about was enthralling or engrossing or if people were like, wow, I don't want to talk to this crazy wacko uh, nut job. Who knows? Who knows? But I personally like it, uh, and I I hope you guys do too. So we're going to start with that today. Again, uh, I am one of the newest podcasts on AllMediaUnited.com. Please go visit the site and uh, check out all the podcasts on uh, that site in the the co-op. AltmediaUnited.com. Also, uh, I'm I'm pumping out and pushing and promoting allegedlyrecords.com. Awesome upstart punk rock record label. Uh, give me permission to play any artist in their catalog, and I'm going to be promoting them at length, both online in my social medias and here on the show. And I really want to support what they're doing. I love the bands. I love the people in charge that I've been chatting with. Uh, I love the entrepreneurial, do-it-yourself, punk rock attitude and way of thinking that exemplifies a lot of punk rockers out there. Not all. (laughs) Not the fucking posers, but the real ones. You know who you are. You don't need to be told. You already know it deep down inside. So if you don't know it deep down inside... You're probably a poser. Okay, I'll be right back after these words from Anchor, the hosting platform for my podcast. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. goofy mood today, man. I don't know. I'm feeling goofy. Okay, so let's uh let's set uh let's set it up. Uh I'm gonna run this wisdom talk I did by you good fine people. And afterwards I'm going to talk about it a little bit and then I'm gonna talk about some other stuff that I had planned for the sh- for the show today. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's start it off with my most recent wisdom talk. Here we go. What's going on, everybody? Andrew for America here. I'm back for my second, technically third, I guess, wisdom talk today. And I kind of wanted to discuss this whole Alex Jones uh, and Brittany Griner situation. I kind of touched on it recently in my last episode um, of my podcast, The Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. And I just find it very fascinating how people, how my fellow Americans process these news stories. It's very fascinating to me. What's most fascinating and simultaneously concerning about all of it is the venom that comes out of some of you people. F Alex Jones, F him for what he said about Sandy Hook. He should burn in hell and yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's such a horrible, terrible person. God, right? 
And then you got your people that are like, oh, Brittany Griner. Oh, I'm glad she got sentenced to nine years in Russia for trafficking marijuana. That's what she deserves. Just venom. And for what? For what? Living their lives? Making mistakes? Being human beings? You know, and I get it like from from, you know, the Alex Jones perspective, I understand. I understand that it's very difficult for people to have rational, logical conversations in times of tragedy and the highest level of emotion that we all feel. Right. I get it. It is very, very difficult for people to have rational, logical, excuse me, conversations during tough times, right? And, you know, part of it, I believe personally, is media propaganda. I believe that a lot of these stories are chosen and framed, uh, are, you know, they are framed in a certain way in order to elicit in an emotional response out of the viewer or the listener. That's why media manipulation and propaganda is so effective. That's why it works so well. It is a silent weapon. It is one of the most powerful weapons that any nation on this planet possesses. I know a lot of people, you bring up mind control, brainwashing, manipulation, and they immediately just, boom, turn it off. The cognitive dissonance is too high. It's too great. I this this feeling that I have inside of me is already scaring the crap out of me. And I'm going to go running in the opposite direction. I don't want to face it. There ain't no way I'm letting that material into my brain. That's the way majority of people are, in my humble opinion. And. A lot of the reasons why, you know, conversely, a lot of the reasons why people are up, up in arms uh, about the Brittany Griner thing, because apparently she was a woke, you know, she's woke. She's a lefty. Allegedly, who knows? Maybe she's just young and naive. You know, there's a lot of other explanations for what is going on in the real world. And just because you're sitting in front of a TV screen, letting the TV screen tell you how you should think and feel about these situations is an awareness I highly recommend we all seek out and discover real soon before it's too late. And I don't want to be all doom and gloom. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the nut job, tinfoil hat wearing, conspiracy theorist, crazy person, fundamentalist, radicalized idiot. I'm not that guy. I'm just looking at this stuff. I'm observing it from an outsider perspective. I'm reporting on it here on Wisdom and on my podcast. That's what I do. And, you know, a lot of what I was getting ready to say is a lot of the reason why people are so upset with Brittany Griner because apparently she was a woke lefty. Apparently she badmouthed the United States and whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever that argument, whatever those arguments consist of, I don't really care. The point I'm trying to make is. I want this talk to be the point of this talk today to be a cautionary tale. I want people to at least try or at least attempt, maybe not publicly, just, you know, in the privacy of your own home, turn on the mainstream media news. Okay. doesn't matter what channel Fox, CNN, MSNBC. I don't care. All of them. They're all owned by the same companies anyway. Excuse me. So it doesn't really matter what one you watch. You're getting the same message. And if you don't think you're getting the same message, well, this is my point of this talk today. You are getting the same message. You're getting the same message framed in different ways. Framed to target a market demographic of person. There are right-wing propaganda models and there are left-wing propaganda models. The common theme is propaganda is controlling the minds of the American people. In my humble opinion, that is the thesis for this conversation. 
What do you think? Do you think that we should believe our chosen, um, preferable media, mainstream media news outlets? Or not? What percentage of truth can we, you know, siphon out of the stories that we are being told? I mean, back when they invented the television people in the 50s, the CIA looked at it and said, you know what? Here's a box we can put into each and every American's home that will allow us to tell them any story we want them to hear. Operation Mockingbird came out of all that. Go look it up if you've never heard of it. I fear that the mainstream media propaganda coerced millions of Americans as well as millions of people around this world to allow an experimental vaccine to be injected into their bodies. And instead of doing the logical, rational, reasonable thing by looking at the scientific literature, reaching out to a mentor or some authority figure in the field that can give you good information, instead of doing that, what did the majority of us do? We just believe what the TV screen said. It's safe and effective. You're going to be fine. You're doing the right thing for society. Just go get a vaccine. And I think we all see how that's playing out right now, right? And sadly, there's a really good chance it's only going to get worse between now and 2025 and 2030, allegedly. A lot of people are saying. I don't know. Am I a crazy nut job, tinfoil hat we wearing, shill conspiracy theorist? Or am I just trying to figure it out, people? Am I just trying to seek the truth? And if that's what I'm trying to do, then what's wrong with that? Shouldn't that be what we all are doing in this short life on this planet? What are we doing, people? What are we allowing to occur in front of our very eyes? Why are we not doing anything about it? Is it fear? Is it disbelief? Is it a narcissistic, holier-than-thou entitled feeling inside of you that makes you think that you don't need to learn anything new? Because you already know everything? What is it? What is it that makes us Americans believe every single thing that that TV screen tells us? Why? You think it's coincidence? Or do you think it's by design? Put yourself in the shoes of Alex Jones. Just for a second. I know the guy made a lot of money. I don't know if it was from strictly his shows or from his writing or from selling products. Uh, I don't know how he made 58 plus million dollars throughout his life and his career, considering what he did for a living, right? Be very interesting to find out where that $58 million came from, right? Maybe Alex Jones is controlled opposition. You ever think about that? You ever think that maybe there's a chance that the powers that be put him in that role to be that crazy tinfoil hat wearing nut job conspiracy theorist? to set the example for the world to see about what a fundamentalist, radicalized, possibly white supremacist person looks like, sounds like, acts like. I don't know. Do you think he grew his $58 million fortune organically? 
Or do you think someone's funding him in order to be the front man for a belief or an idea, a symbolic puppet put in place to do a job? Conversely, put yourself in Brittany Griner's shoes for just a few seconds. Think about it for a few minutes. You're young. You're naive. You're gullible. You probably are developing a healthy ego because of your success and your abilities in your sport. You're at an age where the woke movement is taken over. You leave the country. You know that it's legal to smoke weed in your your country. Maybe or maybe, maybe or maybe not. Uh, did she know what the laws were and what the rules were and the fact that, you know, actions that you can freely do without fear of criminal or whatever ramifications here in the United States, things you are capable of doing here, you can't necessarily do in other countries. I find it hard to believe that she didn't know that what she was doing was wrong. But the venom that has come out of some people towards this young woman for making a simple mistake that guaranteed millions of you have made the same, if not worse, mistakes in your life. Why do we see being wrong and the admission of fault as weakness? Why don't we view doing the right thing, admitting fault, admitting that you were wrong, suffering the consequences for that action, learning from those consequences, taking that experience and becoming a stronger person who can now apply those lessons to all future decisions that you are going to make throughout the course of your life. Why isn't it strength? Why do we view it as weakness? I know, big concepts, right? Big, big concepts, lots to think about. It's difficult for people to self-reflect. It's very difficult for people to put themselves in other people's shoes. It's very, very difficult for people to disagree peacefully. And it's far, far, far too easy to lash out, talk S-ish, right? To criticize, ridicule, mock, slander. But you know where that urge, you know where those urges come from, people? They come from your own internal problems and issues unresolved things, traumas from your past life that you have not faced and you have not embraced and you have not taken a single step towards overcoming. Maybe we should all look in the mirror before we open our big mouths, don't you think? Instead of trying to Scream out to the world that everything needs to change because it's all wrong and it's all messed up just because I don't like something. Instead of taking all that anger and frustration and emotion and trying to point the finger at everybody else and everything else around you in this world, why don't maybe just stop and Turn that finger around and point it at yourself for a second. What makes you think you can have an opinion on somebody else's life when you haven't figured out the problems and solved the problems in your own life? People... We are a nation in decline by every conceivable metric possible to look at and view and analyze 
in hopes of understanding. It's circling the drain time for this country, in the words of George Carlin, and in my humble opinion. We are in a downward spiral. And I want my listeners to consider that, to consider that that everything I'm saying is true and to consider what is the reason? What is the why? Why are we a nation in decline? Why are we circling the drain? Why are we not doing more to stop it if that's in fact the case? And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, maybe I'm a tinfoil hat wearing schizophrenic nut job conspiracy theorist, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Or maybe I'm a logical, rational, reasonable, pragmatic, cooperative person who genuinely has the best intentions of the whole in mind. Very fine line, it seems, between those two concepts these days. And when you break it down even further, it's the yin-yang, people. It's the good versus evil. It's the duality of mankind. It's the conflicting energies within each and every one of us. And I really hope if this country is going to have a future... It's going to have to start with all of us looking inwardly. It's going to have to start with all of us looking in the mirror and admitting that we have some things that we need to overcome before we start having an opinion about anyone else around us in this world. We better get smart real quick the other day i'm going to kind of veer off the whole alex jones britney griner thing until someone pops on and i just kind of want to talk about china for a minute um china (laughs) china has a vision of world conquest proportions it seems from everything i've been reading and learning from all the news reports, et cetera, that have been coming out of China. Uh, recently, I heard Jim Taiklet, CEO of Lockheed Martin, talking about after he met with President Biden and Biden approved what they were doing and they're going to fast track, uh, you know, the production of superconductors and microprocessors and miss- javelin missiles and all this stuff. And uh, I think I, I heard Jim Taiklet on a uh, one of the Sunday news shows meet the press or something like that, face the nation, whatever. And he said that uh, seems like uh, that theater, the South uh, Southeast Asian theater is going to ramp up in the coming months to years. He said, they're already planning. They're already preparing. They're already setting the stage. You know, Russia's already in Ukraine. They're about they're uh, China's already firing missiles at Taiwan. You know, everyone's heard the the stories about Hunter Biden and, you know, 10% of the business dealings for the big guy, right? Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But I'm just saying, people, when you, when you take the body of evidence that is in front of our faces and you put it all together, you connect the dots, it starts to look like They're setting the stage for a world war. And like I said, I don't want to be all doom and gloom. I don't want to be that guy. I'm not trying to radicalize anybody. I'm not trying to go all fundamentalist anything. I'm just daring to think out loud before it's too late to even do that. They're coming after us, my fellow Americans. Believe it or not. And if you don't believe me, that's fine. Don't take my word for it. 
go seek out and discover new information for yourself. Harry S. Truman once said, there is nothing new in this world except the history you do not know. They don't want you to know your history. They don't want you to know what's really going on behind the curtain. What do you think? Whew. I would love to sit down with some of these people I see on the news just screaming at the top of their lungs over political decision-making that consisted of certain realities, yet the mainstream media portrayed those political actions in a different way, which was by design. And then that sets off the emotional uh, internal states within all of us, maybe not all of us, some of us, that these media companies create. It's like, it's like uh, when you're playing with a cat or a dog with a laser light. And they're just like, you move it on real quick. And they're just like, over there, and they're over there, then they're over there. That's what the mainstream media does to you, the American people. It's like, they just, it's like the Energizer Bunny. They just, they just wind you up, put you on the ground, and let you just take off. Nothing but fear and rage and emotion and crying and whining and bitching and complaining. And not even for one single solitary second in all that rage and emotion do very many of us take a deep breath, pause, reflect, and allow ourselves to be honest with ourselves. What if you're getting all upset, pissed off, and screaming at the top of your lungs because you heard something that set you off but then later, once you've calmed down and upon, and upon uh, further investigation, you find out that the reason why you were so pissed off and upset was complete and utter horse. You know what? Would you feel stupid? Or would you be like, nah, I can't ever be wrong. It doesn't even phase me. I can say whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. It doesn't have to be based in facts, evidence, truth. Mm -mm. I'm above all that. I'm better than that. That's the way a lot of people think in this country. They either run screaming from truth or they refuse to accept that truth is in fact that. The truth. God forbid we look inwardly. God forbid we face our problems, our past traumas. God forbid we get over all that stuff courageously, fearlessly, and become better people, better citizens. Be the change you want to see in the world, right, people? You can't control your neighbor. You can't control your friends. You can't control the government. You can't control anything external. Only thing that you have control over is you. We better get that through our heads. Or the future, my fellow Americans, is not looking bright. Thanks for listening. I'm going to sign off with that. Nobody wants to talk today. I just wanted to get that stuff off my chest. Some final thoughts from my most recent episode, a bonus episode that just came out of the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. It's the third installment of my Supercut show entitled Reality, Lies, Damned Lies, and Statistics, Part 3, The Brave New Orwellian Surveillance Police State totalitarian dictatorship world order. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. 
and we'll see you next time. Oh, thanks, 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 everybody. I'm glad you like that, too. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. You're too kind. You're all far too kind. Um, so I hope you guys like that. Uh, I'm going to continue talking about some of that stuff right now. So once upon a time, when I was a sociology major at San Diego State University, I had a social psychology class. And in that class, I learned the concept of taking the role of the other. And I can't remember what professor I had, but it was he was a published guy. He uh, authored the uh, Mobilization uh, Sociology Handbook, where he did a lot of research on social movements everywhere around the world throughout history. You'd be surprised how many social movements populist movements, uprisings. Uh, (laughs) For every one you've heard of, there's probably been a thousand. (laughs) And uh, for various reasons, all over the world, different countries, different, you know, sets of bullshit that their government's handing down to the plebs, the proles, right? So, I really think uh, it would be in all of my listeners' best interest to consider, from time to time, taking the role of the other. Putting yourself in other people's shoes and trying to honestly see a situation through their eyes. In the punk uh, anarchy and... The State of the World show, Adam brought up that parable that, uh, I think it was a Chinese parable, the um, the elephant and the wise man or something like that. And all of them were trying to explain what, what the elephant was by having a different part of the elephant's body. And none of them, oh, the blind man, that's what it was, the elephant and the blind man, that's right. And um, none of them could see, so they just all had to take each other's word for what they were experiencing. And had they had that sight, had they had that vision to see the totality, the entire story, the big picture from all aspects, they would see what an elephant actually is versus thinking it's a mountain or a tusk or a tree or a snake, right? I think it's in all of our best interest, my fellow Americans. For each and every one of us from time to time to get out of our selfish, egotistical, entitled, holier-than-thou, cowardly mindset, addicted to social media and likes and follows, Addicted to attention. Addicted to being beautiful. Aesthetically pleasing. Loved by everyone. And yet, deep down inside, you're all a bunch of empty, soulless, pathetic vessels. That soon are going to have all things spiritual erased from your memory forever once upon a time we used to say you know colloquialisms like oh it's just in my DNA that's how I am that's the kind of person I am guess what what if they could alter that DNA what if they could create vaccines that in the words of Rudolf Steiner will erase the spiritual side of mankind forever. You'll get inoculated at birth and you will never know the world that once was. I wonder if it's all part of the Great Reset. 
I wonder if it's part of the New World Order plan. I find this stuff to be quite urgent and quite fascinating. Let me share a couple things with you that I thought were funny. And I posted them recently on Andrew for America Instagram page. Uh, I am Andrew for America on Instagram, the official page for the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. So if you guys ever look me up on Instagram by searching Politics and Punk Rock podcast, uh, I may or may not pop up. But if you search Andrew for America, I will most definitely pop up. I don't know if I've said that before. I probably should have said that a long time ago. But anyway, I digress. Franz Kafka. Quote, One idiot is one idiot. Two idiots are two idiots. And 10,000 idiots are a political party. (laughs) Here's Bertrand Russell. A stupid man's report of what a clever man says can never be accurate because he unconsciously translates what he hears into something he can understand. Unquote, quote, unquote, Bertrand Russell, philosopher. I'm a huge fan of Bertrand Russell. You all know that. And I got to share this. I love this. Uh, this is from The Great Work Facebook page. I've been sharing a lot of their stuff on my Facebook page lately. Love their content. And I posted a meme recently that says, from them, that says, Don't miss the message because you were too busy trying to find fault in the messenger. Don't kill the messenger. Right, people? The question is, did you get the message, right? Here we go. I love this little written word here. Again, this is from the Great Work Facebook page. A whole lot of so-called truth and freedom seekers seem incapable of taking an objective truth if it comes out of the mouth of someone they don't like or trust. And that is sad. Oh, don't trust him. He's a shill. Don't trust him. He's controlled opposition. Don't trust him. He's a statist. Good. Don't trust anybody. Instead, how about you just research the topic that is being discussed and presented for yourself and for your own edification, for the your own personal knowledge and benefit, and see if it actually is True or not? How have some of you not realized this yet? It blows my mind. Yes, be skeptical when listening to others. And yes, be even more skeptical of those you really don't trust. However, don't use this lack of trust in someone as an excuse to not even research, or look into the claim or statement being made. Duh. A lot of people are doing the latter, and that's just lazy. I don't trust him, therefore it's false, and I won't even look into it for myself. I've already made up my mind based on my dislike or lack of trust for a person. People, do you even trust yourself if you don't look inwardly, if you don't explore who you really are, if you don't exercise intellectual honesty? How can you even tell whether or not you can trust Another person, if you can't even believe or trust yourself. People, you're not supposed to trust Joe Rogan 
or Alex Jones. Or pick your favorite conspiratorial commentator, Russell Brandt, David Icke, or anyone for that matter. The information itself is what matters. It's up to you to decide. And how do you choose what you're going to believe? By listening to others tell you? Or or by seeking that information and that truth out for yourself? Whose responsibility is it to teach you the realities of this world, my fellow Americans. Is it the mainstream media's job? Is it the government's job? Is it your favorite politician's job? Is it Joe Rogan's job? Alex Jones's job? Russell Brand's job? Was it Potato Head's job? Was it Aunt, uh, Cuomo? Was it Cuomo's job? Is it Rachel Maddow's job? Is it Donald Trump's job? Is it Joe Biden's job? To teach you the realities of this world? Whose job is it? It's up to you to do your own research on the claims being made to verify if it's true or not as best as you possibly can and are able to use your own logic, your own critical thinking to weed out any inconsistencies that you may find. So-called truthers used to understand this. That was from the admins of the page on Facebook entitled The Great Work. Fantastic content. And I highly recommend that you all go check it out. Like and follow. (laughs) We're living in the like and follow world, people. Constant serotonin and dopamine hits. Your digital crack cocaine. Social media, right? (laughs) We're all victims of the propaganda and the brainwashing. It's only ramped up since we got rid of the Smith-Munt Act. I've been over that. Ramped up after uh, Obama got, or I'm sorry, after Obama signed the NDAA and all of its earmarks and stipulations and whatever else they snuck into the bullshit NDAA FISA warrants and all that crap. You know, just one more usurpation of your freedoms and their ability to control and dominate us. Here's Albert Einstein. I love this quote because this is how I have foresaw, foreseen the end of my days to go here on this planet. And this is how I choose to live my life. Quote, be a loner. That gives you time to wonder, to search for the truth. Be a loner. Have holy curiosity. Make your life worth living. Plato, I think it was, or Socrates, once said, the unexamined life is not worth living. So people, if you haven't examined your life, if you haven't looked in the mirror and surgically examined yourself, then let me ask you Socrates and Plato's age-old question. Is your life worth living? If you fail to examine your life, if you fail to explore who you really are, what is your identity? 
Is your identity external based on your race, color, creed, sexual orientation, etc.? Like the new woke left would have you believe? Or does your identity come from within? The soul, spiritual energy. Miraculously, magically given to you by whatever intelligent designer created you, you, this world, this universe, the galaxies, the Milky Way, if all that stuff is in fact real. (laughs) I know some of you don't buy any of that space crap. I know, I know. I know you got flat earthers out there that, you know, it's all... It's all NASA and Hollywood, right? Maybe that's true. Maybe. But even if all that is true, you still got to ask yourself. Even if you're a hologram, even if you're a, you know, the gateway process, if you're an image of yourself, if you think yourself into existence, if you're a computer program, if simulation theory is real and we're all living in some form of the Truman Show or they live, right? You got to look inwardly, people. You have to examine yourself. And until you do that, do us all a favor and keep your fucking mouth shut. People, it's time. To play some punk rock. All right, people, it's time to play some punk rock. And oh my God, people, I am going to play two tracks from one of my new, newest favorite bands. This might be my new favorite band. I love these guys. Allegedly Records just put out a record by the band Personal Crisis entitled Wasted Days. And one of the tracks on that record is called Age of War. And the band just released a lyric video and video to go along with the song. I will put that link in the show notes. I just shared it on uh, the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast Facebook page. I love this band. Go check them out. They are amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans, allow me to present to you from Fredericksburg, Virginia, Aaron, Chris, Hunter, Nick, and Mikey. This is Personal Crisis with their brand new song, The Age of War. Newborn American babies, newborn citizens of these United States, free and with rights guaranteed by the Constitution. But let's take a closer look.
my God, are you kidding me, people? Go get this band's music. Oh, my God. And they have their lyric video is actually a video, too. The lyrics are in the video. But in the video, it's, there's actual images, and they're telling a story, and they have a bunch of awesome st- uh, statistics uh, that they are trying to get across to their viewers and listeners. And I love it. I can't get enough of this band. Go check out Personal Crisis immediately. And I'm going to play you one more song by this band right now. This is the first song on their brand new album, Wasted Days. And I love it. Making their debut. I should have said that before the first song. Because it's the first time I played these guys on the show. So I guess I'll just say it now. Making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. (laughs) With their second song today. (laughs) See, I just fixed it in the moment. You fuck up, you just fix it in the moment. I don't got to edit. Here's the song. Make it great by the band Personal Crisis. was the song Make It Great by the band Personal Crisis. And that was the first song on their new record, Wasted Days. Go check out Personal Crisis and all of the other amazing bands 
at allegedlyrecords.com. I'm going to love this partnership. I'm going to promote the shit out of all of the Allegedly Records bands. I love it. Seriously, I feel like a kid in a candy store doing this podcast now, discovering all this new music, running my mouth about trying to make the world a better place. I love it. I ain't ever stopping people. I'll probably do this podcast till the day I die. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy a t-shirt, donate to the show. Go check me out on all your favorite social media sites. Go check out all of the awesome podcasters at altmediaunited.com. Go check out all the awesome bands at allegedlyrecords.com. Go pick up Personal Crisis. The new album, Wasted Days. Immediately. And people, I just want to leave you with this parting thought. I know I'm a passionate guy. I know I can get carried away. I know I am an emotional, sometimes irrational creature that thinks he's rational. Remember that in the words of Edward Bernays, who wrote the book Propaganda, that if you haven't read or at least picked up and thumbed through a little bit yet in your life, please stay off your social media comment threads, running your mouth, acting like you know what you're talking about. Go look in a mirror and work on yourself. It's you against you. If you can defeat yourself, my fellow Americans, then maybe, just maybe, you can defeat this world. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all of your continued support. I've been getting a few donations here and there. A couple t-shirt sales are coming in. Slowly but surely. Small usurpations. Piece by piece. Step by step. That's how you become successful in your field in this life. Don't ever give up. You can do it. I know you can do it. You can achieve any goal you set your mind to. And I hope you do. For you. For me. For all of us. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 108 of the Politics of Podcast entitled Wisdom. We'll see you next time. You won't remember when you were free, and you won't remember, and most people will be fine with that, but me and you will be dead. <laughs> and it won't matter. You know, and we'll have experienced the best of it. We'll remember when you could get in a car without a tracking device. We'll remember when you didn't have a fucking tracking device attached to you at all times. We'll remember when you could say what the fuck you want, alienate people, piss them off, and no one really cared, and it didn't matter because you could wake up the next day and say, sorry, I was drunk, and it wasn't on fucking Twitter. People didn't have a record of what you did and what you said and where you were and who you fucked and everything else. We will remember true freedom. We're one of the last groups of people to actually be free. And we should all thank God for that because the hellscape that's about to be created is going to be so bad they won't even know how bad it is. It won't even feel like they're in prison because those offices we talked about, people, they get the light.